Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2929, In Praise of the Home Yoga Practice by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. This is the show where I usually read to you kind of like an audiobook, but on Sundays, I think it's nice to share an episode from another podcast where we read to you. Today's comes from my brother's show, Optimal Health Daily. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Optimal Health Daily. So without further ado, here's my brother, Dr. Neil as we optimize your life. In Praise of the Home Yoga Practice by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. One of the toughest things I had to let go of when I got sick many years ago was my hardcore yoga practice. In the months before my illness hit, I was practicing regularly, attending advanced vinyasa classes and really feeling good about the poses I was mastering. However, Once I was struck down with mysterious symptoms, I could barely muster the energy to take a shower, much less devote an hour or more a day to strenuous practice. I distinctly remember the first time I attempted yoga after my forced hiatus. It was a five-minute chair yoga sequence I found online. As I sat in my chair in my living room, I found myself frustrated and on the verge of tears as I got out of breath, muscles shaking after only 90 seconds. It was just one of many moments of grieving during that period and the years to follow it. However, I've never given up on my yoga practice. Today, looking back, I am thoroughly convinced that yoga saved my life. Having something to come back to, a way of moving my body, especially on the days I spent eight or more hours in bed, and a method to connect with my breath again was such sacred medicine. No, for the first several months, my practice wasn't impressive. It was nowhere near what I used to do. There were no handstands, no chaturangas, no difficult poses at all. But this was really where I found what true yoga was. When I was young and healthy, I took a very Western, secular view of yoga. It was a way to stretch, to sweat, and to cross-train for my running and cycling events. Now, I have such a rich, deep understanding of yoga and how it can change your life, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. I've learned that yoga is not just asana. It is breath. It is intention. It is compassion in motion, and that it doesn't have to be difficult to count. Anyone can do yoga, regardless of body shape or size, of ability or disability, of spiritual leaning or non. These days, I'm back to practicing on a regular basis, but now with a temperance and self-inquiry that I didn't have before. And I've come to really see the value in a home-based practice. At first, I was hesitant to practice at home. It didn't feel real to me. I wasn't surrounded by people in a big fancy studio wearing my nicest spandex. Eye roll, I know. 
Honestly, I think it was the fear of being at home, alone, with my thoughts that was underpinning this resistance. The fear of truly seeing myself, acknowledging my body's limitations, and showing up over and over, brokenhearted, on the mat. But it was those moments that truly transformed me. I confess, I haven't been to a yoga studio in several years. It honestly doesn't appeal to me much anymore. I've gotten to the point where I'm so accustomed to my body, my space, and my pace that it doesn't seem worth it to pay lots of money and drive a long way to show up and not even know if I'll like the class or be able to follow the poses. I'm sure I will find a home studio again one day, but in the meantime, I am relishing my own home practice. I've come to enjoy the benefits of home-based yoga, which include, one, temperature control. Most yoga studios feel too hot for me and tend to exacerbate my symptoms. Two, no dress code. I've practiced many times in my pajamas or even in my underwear, something that's definitely frowned upon in public. Three, flexible start times. My energy levels tend to fluctuate during the day, so I have the freedom to practice exactly when I feel ready. Four, personalized level and or theme. I love being able to choose exactly what I wanna work on with the theme and difficulty level of each practice. I can find a yoga class to perfectly match my mood and my energy every day. Five, freedom to stop or rewind. Yoga is so much nicer when I can click a button to pause or rewind a practice. Perfect for those of us with nervous bladders, blood sugar issues, or distractible minds. Six, for me and me alone. Practicing at home releases me from having to worry about anyone else infringing on anyone's space, or being self-conscious of how I look. And seven, saving money. I won't lie, yoga studios can be expensive, and I'd rather spend my money elsewhere most of the time. There are tons of videos for free, or for only a few bucks a month. Obviously, the benefits of practicing yoga at home go beyond this list, and can be deeply personal. Maybe you have struggled with a disability for a while, and you only feel comfortable doing yoga in your own living room. Or perhaps being in a studio brings out your competitive side, causing you to lose touch with your body in an attempt to excel. Maybe you don't have the typical yoga body and you feel intensely ashamed or judged when you practice outside of your home. Perhaps money is really tight and at-home yoga is one of the ways you can afford your self-care. No matter what you're dealing with, there is something sacred about practicing yoga at home, fully present, in tune with your breath, and not worried about what anybody else is doing. It can be incredibly freeing and empowering to build your practice in the spaciousness of your own habitat. And for those with chronic illness, this can be such a healing investment, even if it comes in just five or 10 minute increments. I have never once regretted rolling out my mat in my tiny living room, and I have a feeling that you won't either, once you really feel the benefits of a fully autonomous, personalized yoga practice. You just listened to the post titled In Praise of the Home Yoga Practice by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to thank Melanie again for this post and for sharing her personal story about her struggles with her illness. I could relate. I remember days when, because of my chronic disease, I felt so miserable, it was difficult to muster up any motivation to get out of bed, let alone do anything else. But like Melanie, after much resistance, I finally tried yoga. I started by taking a class, actually, at a local community college after work. This was because I knew I needed structure. Otherwise, I wouldn't have the motivation to learn yoga on my own. And community college classes felt like a comfortable place for me at the time. Plus, I knew how strict colleges are when it comes to hiring folks that have the right knowledge and experience as instructors, so I was confident that I would be learning proper techniques. And I was so glad I did it. I would actually look forward to those evenings. I actually ended up taking the class two more times. And once I felt comfortable in my knowledge and abilities, I began to perform yoga at home on my own. Now, I incorporate it almost every day as part of my cool down and stretch routine. And just as Melanie said, even if you can afford just five to 10 minutes of it, it's so worth it. All right, that should do it. Thank you so much for listening today and every day. I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.